So to protect the ball and to protect myself, I came down on his head as hard as I could with my elbow. Well, I knocked him out cold. Welcome to the Restoring Manhood podcast, where we are engaging men in the battle to restore manhood in society and engaging men in the conversation as to what it takes to earn the right to call ourselves men. My name is Troy Beyer, and before we get going, I have a few little points to hit. First of all, if you're liking this podcast, enjoying anything that we're talking about, I would love if you would share the podcast with your friends and um, just keep the, keep the ball rolling and keep the message going. Also, if you're looking for us on social media, on Instagram, we are at Restoring Manhood. And on Facebook, we're facebook.com forward slash Restoring Manhood. We post daily weekday posts on those social media platforms with just something as a little bit of a motivator and a thought-provoking thing for men to think about as we're trying to grow into the men that we were meant and called to be. Today, I'd like to discuss what it means to take the title of man and reach out with that title of man and grab a hold to what is rightfully ours, to take our just due, to basically grab a hold of that which we are entitled to. And I might be jumping a little bit ahead and I might be jumping to the end of the podcast, but I'm going to tell you exactly what we are entitled to as men, what the title of man, what being a man gives us access to. And here's the answer. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, what we are entitled to by the name man or the title of man, being a man, gives us the access to responsibility and a weight. It means that the weight on our shoulders is going to be greater. It means life is probably going to be harder. We don't have inherently access to a just due. There is nothing that is owed to you. Nothing that is owed to me. And the reason why I think this is really important for us to talk about is because we are in a society where it seems like everyone thinks that they are owed something, that they should have something inherently. I was born, therefore I should have access to all of the things. Or even I finished high school, I have a high school diploma, and that gives me access to a job magically, or I have a college diploma. And because I got a college diploma in business, then everyone should just bow down and give me a job. Those of us that have graduated high school, graduated college, and then gone out into the workforce know that this is, <laughs> this is pretty false. But as we are moving forward in the society of entitlement, it seems that many boys think that because they are boys and they say that they're men, they're entitled to something entitled to respect, entitled to power, entitled to fame, entitled to a job, entitled to success, entitled to be popular, entitled to something. It seems that this entitlement mentality has pervasively infected manhood to a degree that it has deteriorated us so much that saying, I'm a man, almost lowers the bar. And what we're doing with Restoring Manhood is we're trying to restore it. We're trying to restore manhood back to where it could be. And that requires work. It means we have to work for something and we have to earn it. We're entitled to nothing. And the reason why I come out so harsh and so intense on this one is because I believe that you 
and I are way more capable than we have been presenting to the world. I believe men are incredibly capable and, and able to do amazing things and great things. However, the idea of entitlement and to think that I'm going to get my just due or I am owed a job or I'm owed a family or I'm owed respect from my wife or I'm owed respect from my, my boss or I'm owed obedience from my kids or I'm owed respect from my parents. You go down the list. I'm owed money. I'm owed all these things just inherently because you're a man or because you're alive or because you were born is a false mentality. And it has drug manhood down into the hole. And that idea will drag you down into laziness and no success and anger and bitterness. It won't take you to where you want to go. But by thinking and having the idea that as a man or as a boy that's transitioning to a man or as someone that's working to restore manhood in their own life, by having the mentality that I am owed nothing, that which is in front of you is hard work. And hard work is what will gain you access to earning that what you're going for. For example, when I was younger, I played soccer. Absolutely loved it. I started when I was five years old playing AYSO and then transitioned from AYSO when I was 10 or 11 to a um, traveling team that we traveled over all over the county and sometimes out of the state to go to tournaments and things like that. On that traveling team, I learned that um, I was pretty good at goalie. So I played soccer goalie for that team. And um, the coach taught me and I had a trainer come in and the coach brought a trainer and trained me. And I was hot stuff. I mean, I was really, really good at playing goalie. And that team, we won a lot of games. Um, Nothing feels better than being the hero of a soccer team as the goalie. Um, Also, (laughs) nothing feels quite worse than being the opposite of a hero for a soccer team as the goalie because you're the guy that let in the losing point. And a lot of times that's rough. But more times than not, we won. And I loved the game. Felt like I was just all that, like so good. So when I transferred from the kind of middle school age to high school, on my high school team, I went out for the varsity team my freshman year. And I was very confident that I could win, that I could get the spot. I knew that I was des- I deserved that spot. I knew I could I um, could take what is rightfully mine. I felt like making that team and being respected on that team was an easy shoe in. I knew how good I was. So tryouts came, and sure enough, freshman, I made the varsity team, and I was going to be able to start in goalkeeper for the first half of the season or so because the other starting keeper who was a senior was playing football and they were in, you know, uh, extra, they were in the um, postseason, they were in the, the playoffs. And so I was stoked as a freshman, little guy, I was 138 pounds, I was going to play soccer goalie for the varsity soccer team at the school. And it was a pretty good, t- pretty good school that won a lot of games and won a lot of tournament tournaments. So in the first game and during the kind of practices leading up to the first game, I was shocked to find that the team really didn't respect me. In fact, I could tell they didn't like me and they were not stoked that I was in goal. Um, I was the new kid. I was tiny. They did not have faith in me. They didn't trust me. And it really hurt. It hurt because I thought I deserved their respect just out of nowhere. But they had no idea who I was. And I hadn't worked to earn it yet. They saw some stuff in tryouts, but tryouts are, you know, it's fake. It's not real. They did not respect me. And I thought they should because of how good of a goalie I just was. And they just knew that I, they should just know how good I was. In the first game, 
when the first game started, I remember feeling like they actually I heard some of the defenders say that were seniors that I respected a lot. I looked up to they were really good. I heard them say to each other, we better keep the ball out of here because we're not sure how Troy's going to do. We better just play really good defense because the ball gets back here. No way Troy's stopping it basically is what I heard that they had no faith that I was good enough to stand up to high school soccer as the little 138 pound kid in the goal that was 5'10". And really that's small for high school goalie, really, really small, <laughs> not much bigger now. But somewhere in that game, a the ball came back to me and it was kicked, it was kicked straight up in the air. And it was an, it was an air ball and it was coming straight, da- straight down from the sky. I was about, you know, in the middle of the box. So I was pretty far out from the goal. And I jumped up and grabbed the ball with my hands, my hands straight up above my head. The ball was, was um, about two feet over my head. I, I caught the ball in my head. One of the biggest players on the opposing team came at me and jumped and shoved his head and hit me in the rib cage on my right side. As I came down with the ball in my hands, I took my, my elbow to his head as hard as I could because he had come into me. As I came down, this kid probably weighed 180 pounds, was probably six foot something, big kid in soccer. As I came down, I knew that he was going to take me out and it was going to be bad for me. And the ball is probably going to go on the net. So to protect the ball and to protect myself, I came down on his head as hard as I could with my elbow. Well, I knocked him out cold. And when I hit the ground and I, and I like landed on the ground with my feet and I covered the ball and I looked down, this guy was unconscious on the ground. Now, if I ever meet him again, I'm sorry. I hope you're okay. I think he was actually fine. <laughs> but the point of the story is immediately my team ran over to me, high-fived me. I immediately in that moment earned the right to have respect from my teammates because they saw that I was willing to stand up for the team and protect that soccer ball from going in the net. And by doing that, they knew that I was worthy of being in their goal. I had stepped onto their turf, and although I thought they should automatically respect me because of who I was, I didn't realize that I should have been working toward earning respect from them because I was on their turf and they didn't know who I was. It was on me to earn that respect. And in that moment, I did. And from that day forward, that day and that moment forward, the whole team, I had a great deal of respect and we had great seasons and the whole thing changed in one moment. And as I look back on my soccer career, that honestly might've been one of the most memorable moments because it wasn't just a soccer goal save. In that moment, I earned the right to be a friend of like 12, 15 guys that I looked up to. Manhood is much the same, guys. As men, when we are born on day one, we have earned nothing. We have earned no rights, privileges, anything. And for us to have a trajectory for success, we need to have the mentality that we need to work to earn the right to be called men, to earn the right to be respected by those in our community to earn the right to be respected by our wives, by our kids, by our families. That's something that we have to continually and constantly work at. And it's not easy. It's actually really hard because the title man has a very, very heavy mantle. And part of the reason why manhood has become such a joke is because we aren't recognizing that in this world. Calling ourselves men 
has become, I think I've said it before, a caricature. And what people think of when they say, you know, be a man or they say man up or stuff like that, it's a joke. It's become a caricature. If you think of a caricature, it's a blown out of proportion, exaggeration, a joke of reality. But what we need to start understanding is that by saying, I, Troy Beyer, am a man, that means that I have to continually and frequently work to earn respect from my wife, to earn the right to be trusted as the protector of my daughter, to earn the right to be a leader and someone who is looked up to and respected and trusted at work, to earn the right to get the job that I want, to earn your respect as people that are listening to this podcast. I don't inherently deserve anybody to listen to this. If you guys don't like it, if people aren't listening to this, people won't listen to it and won't go anywhere. And that's okay. I'm working to earn the right and I hope I'm doing so, but I don't think I I deserve anything inherently because of what I'm saying. If I'm adding value to you, to those who are listening, then I hope you'll share it. And I hope that this will go and people will learn from it. That's all I, that my only agenda is that, that men will grow, that we will become men, better men together than we were before. I work in education and I talk to teachers all day long and I see highly successful teachers and I see teachers that struggle. And there's one major component that, di- that separates a highly successful teacher that kids engage with, that kids listen to, and that kids learn from, and a teacher that is constantly in a war <laughs> or in a struggle to get their kids to do what they want them to do or to listen or to learn in the classroom. And that separator is respect. The teacher who has the respect of their students obviously, will be the teacher that the students want to listen to. And a lot of times it's mis- misunderstood or, or it's thought that the teacher who you know, has the respect of the kids is the one that's the most fun. No, that is absolutely not the truth. In fact, the most successful teachers I know, and I know some incredibly good teachers, every single day work to earn the respect of the kids in their class. And that's whether they are a kindergarten teacher or a 12th grade teacher, because I work with them all. I work with hundreds of teachers and the most successful teachers that I work with work to earn kids respect on a daily basis to prove that they are worth respecting. That is the same for us as men. The teachers who have a struggle, who are constantly complaining about the behavior in their class are are teachers who think that they inherently have the right to be respected by the kids in their class because they passed a class in school and they got a piece of paper that says they're a teacher. That is false. And I've seen those teachers that go with that mentality, run their heads against a wall, just constantly, why are my kids such a bad behavior problem? What strategies can I use? These kids are terrible. Their parents, blah, blah, blah. The truth is the teachers who go toward education and they daily work to earn the respect and show respect to their kids will immediately and quickly earn the respect of those kids. And those kids will learn from them a hundred times better. And in fact, they will be able to put into those kids' lives things way better than just math, science, English, whatever. Those teachers that work to earn respect, they actually are the ones that end up being mentors and end up teaching kids how to be adults and grow into the real world and, and succeed in life. 
the reason I share that is because it is so directly correlative and the same with us as men. So many men that I know think that just because they're a man, they're entitled to all these things and that they're going to go get what's due to them. Or this idea that because I have a piece of paper, I can, you know, I have this right. The truth is every single day that we wake up, we have to have the mentality that is our job to earn the right to be called a man, to earn the respect from those that we need respect from, to show respect, to earn trust by being trustworthy, to earn money to provide by being a good employee, by working hard, by working with a team. We aren't owed anything inherently. We have to earn it. It's such a simple concept that I'm struggling to have a, to fill a full podcast with it, honestly. But the reality is it's missed by so many of us. So I will not beat this into the ground anymore. But men, understand, if you wake up on a daily basis and you think of that day as a new opportunity to earn the right to be called a man by being trustworthy, honest, hardworking, being a protector, being the man that you are called to be, you will produce and earn infinitely more opportunities with relationships, jobs, success, however you define success, than the man, boy, who thinks he is entitled something and is a little brat. So man, let's not be brats. Let's go earn the rights. Let's go earn what we want. Let's go work hard. Let's never give up. Let's take our lives into our own hands. And that's another piece of this. By thinking that we are entitled something, that means that you basically putting your success on someone else's plate. And it's not up to you to earn, to get that success because you aren't going to earn it. You're thinking you're entitled it. So you're just going to be an angry little guy that doesn't have anything because no one's given it to you. However, if you believe that it's your right or your job to earn everything in your life on a daily basis, you're taking your life into your own hands and you are now in control of your future. So men, tomorrow, when you wake up to earn the right to be called a man, go out in God's name and giddy up. <laughs>